2: feeling about
1: this welcome to episode one hundred and sixty three of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart.
0: And I'm your host, Will Whitten. And we're back at it
1: again with the White Vans. You remember when that was a thing? Damn Daniel, back at it again with the White Vans.
0: I'm, I must have missed that.
1: Yeah. You didn't miss much. Uh, we got some pretty exciting stuff to talk about this week. Um a little episode 9 chatter. Maybe a little leaky leaky image stuff. Nothing super spoil-y. spoilery. 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 So don't get too up in arms. It's not like we're going to be telling you plot points or anything. It's just some interesting things that hit the internet this week. And uh, we'll be hearing from you guys. Voice messages and emails and that sort of thing. Um, how you been, buddy?
0: I've been good. I cannot complain. What you been up to? Oh, the, the usual. Same old, same old. Dude,
1: uh, do you remember when you were a kid and you were like, fuck, I can't wait to start driving and you're like, oh, I can't wait to have my own car, right? Yeah. How quickly would you say that that joy went away once you had to start dealing with vehicles?
0: It never really went away from me. I think you drive too much.
1: Okay. <clears throat> because I was thinking about it this week, right?
0: Yeah,
1: Jesse and I picked up a car over the weekend because with her new job and stuff, it's not really feasible for us to share a car. Before we were on opposite schedules, so it didn't. It worked out fine. You know, I needed the car during the day. She needed the car during the evening. Um, but my grandmother, uh, a couple of months back, offered us her car because she can't really drive anymore. And we were like, oh, that's very nice of you.
0: Oh, man, that's usually a sweet deal. Right. Because it's usually a low mileage car. It
1: is. It was just her driving around town car, right? Yeah. So we went and picked that up Saturday. Everything goes all right with that. Well, there was a couple of issues with the car because it had sort of sat undriven for so long. Right. So, you know, Monday I had to get some work done on it. A couple of new tires. The back brakes needed done oil change, all that stuff, eight hundred dollars, right. eight hundred dollars, right. and I was like, "Oh man, this is the kind of shit that uh really kills that whole oh man, I can't wait to have my own car and drive my own car, you know what I mean, yeah, fucking hate car maintenance and
0: well it's it car maintenance sucks, but when I grew up, you know, my stepdad was like. You can, you can maintain your own car. You know, you can change your own oil. You can change your own tires. You can change your own alternators. You just got to, you know, you need the instructions to figure it out. And with the internet and YouTube, you can figure everything out and you just do it. The thing that I realize is that it takes time.
1: A lot of time. Yes.
0: Yes, I can do it. And yes, I can do it myself. Yes, it's cheaper. It takes time. It just takes time. It takes ordering the right part, getting the wrong part, ordering the right part, the right right part, and then, you know, just doing it. And I understand that, but it takes time and effort. And um, see, nowadays my- it's so much harder to do that, especially if you have a career that's demanding, not where you don't have hours to work on your car. Yeah, you know? and, and and then
1: my dad it- was the exact same way. Before I started driving, he was like, "I'm going to show you how to change your oil." I'm going to show you how to change the brakes, change, blah, blah, you know, all the sort of normal, you should be able to do this on your own type car maintenance. So I have a basic understanding of how to do all that shit. It's a matter of, like you said, time, space, because I don't really have somewhere at my in my driveway or, or right. something where I could pull in the car and change the oil, right? <clears throat> it's way easier for me to take it somewhere to get the oil changed. Um, and tools, You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm going to do the brakes, like, yeah, it would be real cheap for me to go buy the parts to do the brakes. But then I'm going to have to spend, you know, probably another $200 on tools, too. Right? And, like, (laughs) on my my old car, my Corolla, one time I needed to have the brakes done. And, you know, Goose is like, oh, man, just come to Columbus. I'll get you. We'll get it fixed up. And, dude, he slapped those things on in, like, an hour. Super fast. Him and his buddy Redbone. It up you got the... shop
0: know-how and the tools? Hell yeah, you yeah. can do that shit.
1: Yeah, you. man, but I don't have any of those things avail- available to me. So I got to go fucking take it in the pooper from the Pet Boys, man, while he fixes my car, man.
0: Right. You know what got <laughs> you? It wasn't the oil change necessarily. It um, wasn't the tires. It was it was, it the, was brakes. the tires. Do you think it was the, the tires, tires and the brakes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, tires are about 100 bucks a pop. Yeah, I mean, yeah, more dependent on the quality of tires you get. And
1: it wasn't just the brakes; the rotors needed changed out too. Rotors on the back. too, yeah, yeah. So brakes, rotors, two new tires, oil change. That all piled, bucks.
0: it all piled up and hit you hard. Yeah, it's usually you would do one of those things. It sucked you know. because. <laughs> I still, honestly, I still think that's a bargain for the vehicle you got. If it's mm-hmm. low mileage and in good condition, you probably oh, still lucked out. Having I you even have to pay that 800 bucks.
1: I ain't bitching one bit. It's just so Jesse got a flat in the new car after work on Sunday. So we go out dude, to Dude, y'all a... be catching flats. I know, dude. That's, the, I... that's the second flat we've had in. When did we go to Texas? Was that April? No, that was July. So in two months,
0: yeah,
1: second flat in two months, right? So I go out to try and help her change it, get the uh, the spare put on. Guess what? The spare also flat. So Uh then we got to call AAA. We call AAA and get them to tow it to the place that I want to have it worked on. So I call them. monday morning like right at seven when they open and i say hey i need this this and this done to the car right yeah and they're like yeah cool we'll do that so i said you know i need that tire replaced uh check out the other tires let me know how they're doing because i think it was the original tires that came with the car like the car's got like twenty three thousand miles on it yeah low mileage right yeah (laughs) and so I get off the phone with them, they call me back like 45 minutes later, and they're like, actually, you need two tires, and I was like, okay, cool, let's do two tires, and the oil change, hang up, then they call me back, and they're like, hey, we took all your tires off, and we're, you know, rotating them and stuff, and we noticed your back brakes need to be done, like, immediately, there's no putting it off, and the rotors need to be done, and I was like, okay, let's do that too, You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just phone call after phone call of, oh, actually, you need this done, too. But like you said, I'm not bitching. Not bitching. It's just one of those things I was, like, not expecting to happen immediately with this car that we just picked up and stuff, you know? Right. But it's nice. It is a nice car. It is definitely sort of, you know, an old old lady car, but it's comfortable. It is comfortable, let me tell you.
0: Anyways, Nothing rides like those old lady cars.
1: This ain't fucking the car show with Halls and Will. This is the Star Wars show. Yeah, welcome or to the Star the Blue Wars. Harvest. It's not the Star Wars show. It's a Star Wars show. I don't know, man.
0: I wish we were talking about speeders. I wish we were talking <laughs> about the difference between, you know, grandma speeders and regular speeders. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you ever noticed in the background of A New Hope when... Okay, so after... It's when Luke goes out, it's after he looks out on the the horizon and fucking Binary Sunset plays, and he goes into the garage and finds C-3PO hiding and C-3PO's... Behind the speeder? Yeah. Have you ever noticed the other speeder in the background, not Luke's speeder, but the other one that's in the garage with him? It's got like a covered canopy and stuff.
0: Yeah, it looks like a stealth fighter. Yeah, that's...
1: big boosters on the back. That's the Star Wars version of a grandma speeder. Oh, okay. Luke has got like, you know, the hip convertible speeder. It's like a little beat up, a little older model, but it's like a convertible. That's like Owen and Lar- and Baru. That's their speeder in the background that they yeah, go okay. petering around town in and stuff. That's what I always told myself. And by yeah. always, I mean just now when I came up with that.
0: I mean just now when the to the idea connected.
1: <laughs> Anyways, before we get into chatting about the the week of Star Wars happenings, Give you guys a little business. Like us on Facebook at slash Blue Harvest Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Blue Harvest Pod. You can email us at Blue Harvest Podcast at gmail.com. We have a Patreon page now where for as little as $3 a month you can get a weekly bonus show. Things like Blue Harvest Adventures, like Jaws, like Oh No, It's Hall Solo, like Steve versus the Prequels like Cooking with Will, and many others that have not debuted yet, but they're in the works. Exciting stuff coming, guys. Check that out at patreon.com slash Podcast, And we are uh, very excited to be part of the Making Star Wars podcast network, the best damn ass podcast network in the galaxy, where we are the go-bots next to the Transformers that are now this is podcasting, Steel Wars, Rebel Girl, who are celebrating their 100th episode this week. Congrats, guys. The Sith List, Podcast 2187, Rogue One, Cantina, uh, Idiot's Array, Tarkin Stop Shell, First Order Transmissions, and the Cargo Hold. <clears throat> and that's the business.
0: We are the bebop and rocksteady <laughs> to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: Nah, that man. are.
0: We're like the super We're making Star Wars, bro. We're like the network.
1: The street sharks. The street sharks. Do you remember street sharks? Or Yes. Uh, yes. What was the dino saucers?
0: Okay, I, you lost me there, but I remember street sharks. Were the fucking
1: Denver the last dinosaur?
0: Were some of them on rollerblades?
1: Like, I, th- I think they were.
0: <clears throat> I think they were. Dude, there's something about growing <clears throat> up in the 90s. Like, I was born in 85. So, I quite vividly remember the 90s. Like, those sporty shades and rollerblades were the coolest things that you could possess.
1: Dude, I wanted... In
0: combination, like...
1: Okay, so... I used to
0: draw pictures of superheroes on rollerblades. You know, like, in the third and fourth grade.
1: There was this show on Nickelodeon. That was kind... I can't remember the name of it. It was... It's sort of like a kid's news show. Not necessarily news, but it was like live action and they'd have different segments about things, right? Yeah. And one time when I was really young, they had a segment on Tony Hawk and skateboarding. And I was like, that shit looks cool. I'm probably six or seven, right? Maybe even a little younger. And I'm like, I want to skateboard, right? I tell my parents, i that's what I want to do. I want to be a skateboarder. And they're like, (laughs) uh, um, okay, sure. So that year for my birthday, I'm like, I want a skateboard. They gave
0: you a skateboard?
1: No. What they gave me was a scooter. Okay. Not like, like a, a a razor scooter, but a much bigger version to where the part you stand on was actually sort of the size of a skateboard deck. Right. And it was red and it had handles and you like, stood on it and you propelled it with your foot right yeah and i was like uh i mean this is neat i've never seen such a thing before but this is definitely not a skateboard and you know my dad's trying to break it to me easy right and he was like well we didn't know how well a skateboard would work so we got you this and if you're good at this then we'll see about a skateboard yeah. Right. He's trying to like not be like kid. You can't skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't. I don't know what you fucking think you're trying to do here. <clears throat> so we have my birthday. It's. It, I know I'm young because my birthday party that my like classmates and stuff got invited to was at McDonald's. My parents McDonald's. Nice. And then we get home and I'm like, all right, let's do the scooter thing, right? And it becomes quickly apparent. That not only am I not made for skateboarding, I'm not made for scooting either, right? So I'm trying to whip this thing up and down the driveway, giving it a good try. And my dad's like, you know, look, if if you don't think you can do it, we'll take it back. We'll exchange it, and you can get whatever you want with the money. It's your birthday present. And I'm like, no, man, because I'm going to get good at this and be a skateboarder. Right. Guess what never got ridden again?
0: The scooter.
1: Maybe a couple of times. I gave it another try. But nah it wasn't happening. My my career as a professional skateboarder ended began and ended that day in the driveway with that bright ass red scooter. Yeah. <clears throat> so <laughs> besides that, you want to talk about some Star Wars? Yeah.
0: Cause that was kinda sad.
1: It's not that sad. Come on. It could be it's worse. A little bit sad. I could have been injured. Really wanted to skateboard.
0: Um, I'm just thinking of like seven-year-old Hoss giving it his best. I was
1: trying, dude.
0: Trying to be a a scooter skater.
1: Fucking bad foot up on the platform. Fucking pushing along with the good foot. Trying to make it happen, man. I was like, oh, this thing is actually pretty neat. And then, you know, like, can you imagine? Let's say I was good at the scooter. And then I was like, oh, now it's time for me to go hang out with the kids that are skateboarding in my neighborhood. Can you imagine me fucking pulling up in the scooter with all the cool kids skateboarding? They'd have been like, what, what is this? Also won a bike in a contest one time. Yeah. Never rode that bike. (laughs) Yeah. Never rode that bike. And I was like, I was pretty old at this point. And when I say pretty old, I was probably 12 or 13 and I was like, well, I won this bike. I don't think I can balance on this bike. I don't know that I can ride it. And my grandparents were like, no, we'll just get you training wheels. And once you figure it out with training wheels, you'll be fine. Like, you just got to learn how to ride a bike like all kids learn how to ride a bike with training wheels, right? They don't make training wheels (laughs) for grown-up kids sized bikes. (laughs) We quickly found that out. Anyways, uh, you want to talk some Star Wars?
0: yeah let's do the Star Wars for you hit me with another sad story
1: okay, so this one time no I'm just kidding um so we had some pretty big interesting episode nine stuff happen this week probably the biggest, especially as far as like officially announced stuff, came today when it was announced that Dominic Monahan from Lord of the Rings from lost Charlie is cast in episode nine he's gonna be in episode nine
0: dude i'm totally down Mm -hmm. can't wait love that guy
1: yeah dude i think that's neat i mean there wasn't really any more information than that i believe the first person that broke it was deadline and you know he even talked about it on twitter and stuff so it's interesting to see um some lost actors show up in star wars we got it a little bit in the force awakens with uh the guy who played miles and with greg grumberg even though he's got a fairly small role in lost he was still in lost (coughs) but yeah little uh little charlie in some uh in uh star wars and boy let me tell you the lost related star wars memes have been going off since it got announced today.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: Um, Steel had some fire ones. He was like, uh, he's a uh, a jizz musician addicted to death sticks, and their one hit was You All, Every Jedi.
0: Oh, my God. I was
1: like, that's good, Steel. That is rife with Lost and Star Wars references. Fucking well done, buddy. Um, but yeah, I like seeing lost alumni show up in Star Wars. A little lost in my Star Wars.
0: Is Kelly Marie Tran going to be in Episode Nine? Is she in the cast list? Yes,
1: she is. Okay, oh, good. Uh, speaking of which, I have. I'm glad you brought up the cast list. I have something that I've been meaning to bring up to you. What is that? Since, um, since the cast list was announced. You weren't here the the episode after that, so I wasn't bringing able to bring this up to you. I did get to bring this with bring this up to um to Rob when he was on the episode you missed. So you remember the night before we did our live show when you were in town? We did the show in person. Jeremy was here. It was a lot of fun, right? Right. Well, something happened during that show. I had a major fuck up. And somehow you and Jeremy were completely oblivious to it. Okay. And it came funnily enough, while I was reading the cast list for episode nine. And so I'm going to play this for you and I want you to tell me if you catch it ready. Returning cast members include Daisy Ridley, Adam driver, John Boyega, oscar meyer
0: oscar meyer
1: i i called oscar isaac oscar meyer
2: oscar meyer and
1: neither oscar meyer and neither you or jeremy flinch at all when that happens i can tell
0: you why that psychologically your brain was thinking about
1: hot dogs
0: your brain was thinking your subconscious was thinking about hot dogs but psychologically, your brain can implant information that it thinks should go there. Does if that makes sense? I know that doesn't make sense, but so
1: what you're saying is
0: you can't all, you can't really trust your memory,
1: right? But what you're saying is when you heard it, you just heard Oscar Isaac.
0: I heard Oscar Isaac
1: because you knew I that's what it should be.
0: If Oscar it Meyer, sound, taken this chunk taken out of context, feels so obvious. How could I have missed that? Like <laughs> Oscar Meyer, but yeah, Oscar Meyer. Yeah.
1: Oscar Meyer.
0: I would have said, you know, Oscar Isaac, you know, but I I guess I, what I heard was Oscar. Isaac.
1: You guys just like, and what's funny is, so while we were doing the stuff with the, the library, the live shows and stuff, I was getting tweets from people being like, Oh my God, Hall's just called Oscar Isaac, Oscar Meyer. And I was kind of glancing at Twitter and I was like, what the fuck? And didn't really let it process until later that evening. when I was going back through my Twitter feed and, you know, seeing what people were saying about the episode and stuff. And then I was like, oh, fuck, did I really do that? And then I got paranoid that I did it during the live show. And that's like, because that would have been real embarrassing, right? Right. In front of everybody at the live show, I call Oscar Isaac, Oscar Meyer. Yeah. <clears throat> so then I go through and start listening and I find the moment when it happens. And dude, Jesse was here when I found it and she just laughed and laughed and <laughs> laughed it was the funniest shit she's ever heard so but yeah you and Jeremy don't make a peep when it happens you're just like alright
0: that's All the right. episode where I lose, bust out laughing over oh no Hall's Solo I bet
1: that's the same episode that shit was Oscar I Meyer. know that episode ah oh. oh my god it was a fun Oscar night. Oscar Meyer. Oscar Meyer. Oscar Meyer. Oscar Meyer. Oscar Meyer. Oscar Meyer. Okay. <laughs> Oscar <coughs> Meyer. So, speaking of a Star Wars and Lost alumni, uh, we didn't talk about it last week because it wasn't a huge story. It was just something I thought was kind of interesting, especially given the announcement from today. But, uh, you know, Evangeline Lilly is out doing press for uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp in like international markets and stuff. Like I think right. it opened in Japan over the weekend maybe or is about to. And she mentioned in a interview that when it was announced that they were making more Star Wars movies and that JJ J. Abrams was going to be involved, she reached out to try and get a role in Star Wars. I think she would be an excellent fit for something in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, um yep. I think she's awesome as the Wasp and, and Marvel, so it clearly it all worked out. She is a lady who has really capitalized on her career post lost. You can't say that for everybody, right? But true. you know, she went from lost yeah, to Yeah, where's Jack Shepard at these days? Oh, oh man. That is a tale of heartbreak and fucking assault and uh dude, I don't want to talk about Jack Shepard. He really disappointed me. Um but yeah, I mean she was in the Hobbit movies. Now she's in the Marvel universe. Don't... You know,
0: in the Hobbit movies she played her character well. I didn't feel like her character added a whole lot to the Hobbit story, but I feel like if it were some other Tolkien movie, like she played a great elf and she you know, she was good. Uh, but her character and the character of Legolas, Oscar I don't feel Meyer. like really added anything. So to that movie. was her? I am not
1: nearly as familiar with the Hobbit book as I am Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, her character was not in the book, right? No, that was an no, original creation for the movies, correct? Right. Yeah. Right. Not no romantic
0: I mean, interaction between her and the dwarf.
1: Yeah the the one handsome dwarf. Have I ever told you my big stink with that movie trilogy? is that there's all these dwarfs, right? Right? And they all look like... Why can't
0: there be a handsome dwarf? Okay,
1: this is is the issue, though. Like, because... I
0: would be a handsome dwarf.
1: No, 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 no. I'm not saying... I'm saying in a fantasy film that has clearly, over the course of three movies and now three other movies, established a look for dwarves, what dwarves look like, right? Wouldn't you say that? You get Glim- Gimli, son of Groin. You've got Groin hanging out in the background. You've got fucking Sneezy, Sleepy, uh, Doc, all the dwarves in The Hobbit. They all look like your typical fantasy movie property, you know, dwarf, if, except if for or the or one or bomber, handsome.
0: Feely Keely.
1: Yeah, there you go. S- sleepy, Sneezy, Bashful, Dopey, all of them,
0: oh, right? Oh, Owen
1: <laughs> but they're all there, and they all look like your typical fantasy property dwarf, except for the the handsome one that's got to have the relationship with Evangeline I mean, Lilly.
0: You could say that his brother and Thorin were handsome as well, could you not? Was he not the only handsome dwarf?
1: I need to go back and watch, but I remember being like, oh, I get it. I get it. Only the, the, the dwarf that looks more like a human is capable of getting with Aunt Evangeline Lilly. I get it, Peter Jackson. I see what you're saying, Mr. King Kong.
0: Would, uh, the, would the elf lady not be interested in the handsomest among the dwarves? I don't know. Maybe. What uh, maybe. Are you, what, why are you so... What, where is all this hate coming from? Where is all this handsome dwarf hate coming from? I just think what it's if goofy. What I'm a handsome dwarf? I'm not that tall of a gentleman. I'm quite hairy. And I'm quite stocky. I'm basically a dwarf. You're calling you're saying that buddy, I can't be handsome is what you're saying. Buddy, right
1: we're basically the exact same height. I know you don't realize that cuz I'm always sitting down, but if I were to stand up next to you, we're basically the same height. We look a lot alike. Like I'm just saying, but it's what I'm saying is their their character design doesn't fit the rest of the dwarves you see in all of lord of the rings and it's because they were like well we can't have a dude that looks like sim gimley son of groin hooking up with fucking evangeline lily like eh, take some Are of the fa- groin <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's Groin. i know what it is dude i know what it i'm is. just making sure you I'm know i'm just tweaking your hobbit we, we balls a little that,
0: bit we just had that thing where people were saying that <laughs> i'm an idiot for not catching mm-hmm, your shit
2: mm-mm.
1: Nobody said you were an idiot. Nobody. No, it, I'm just saying. like. Nobody said had, you were I, an idiot. People, people were like, damn, Halls is dumb. He said Oscar Mayer. And then it, the, the conversation after was like, I can't believe neither Jeremy or Will said anything. Yeah, it totally wasn't do. like, oh, man, Will's an idiot. Nobody ever said that. But, okay, Lord of the Rings aside, <laughs> it would have been cool to have uh, Evangeline Lilly in Star Wars. Although, like I said, I I, hope
0: we still can at some point.
1: I don't think it's completely off the table. I don't see why she can't be in Marvel. Boba Fett movie. (laughs) Fuck yeah, put her in the Boba Fett movie.
0: Fuck yeah, I'd be
1: down with that. You're really barking up the right tree with that. And me. Um. So speaking of Oscar Mayer, fuck. I didn't even do that on purpose. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I did not. Fuck. Dude, it's going to, this is what I was worried about, is that it would get stuck in my head now that I made that fuck up. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Now I have to keep saying it.
1: It's like this one time. So I took drama (laughs) class in high school, right? Right. And let's just say, I quickly learned that the, uh, the thespian life wasn't for me, right? Really? Not a great actor.
0: See, I'm the opposite.
1: I know. I quickly learned that when we had our shows. You were ready to fucking preform. So I have a very small role in this play that we're doing, right? Right. And one of my lines in the play is, perhaps I should join you on the donkey father. (laughs) Okay? That's my line perhaps I should join you on the donkey father. <laughs> and in rehearsals the day before we do the play, I fuck up the line and I say, perhaps I should join you on the father donkey. Perhaps I should join you on the father donkey. And it Dude, gets a laugh. Hilarious. It gets a laugh in <laughs> rehearsal. Right. Yeah. And people are like, that's real funny. They think I'm doing it on, I did it on purpose, but I didn't. Cause it's
0: rehearsal. Right. Right. <laughs>
1: here comes the they night thought you were being a funny guy here comes the night when the play goes down right
0: oh no no
1: families are there like, no like families underclassmen peers friends you know what I'm saying
0: this is a Michael Scott moment you I'm know I'm
1: super right. fucking nervous yeah the play starts my part is sort of towards the end we get to that part And I'm nailing it, dude. I'm like, oh, this is fun. And then we get to that line. And what do I say? Perhaps I should join you on the father donkey. (laughs) And I don't even realize I say it. The only thing that makes me realize I said it is everybody laughing at me. Yeah. And people are cracking up, dude, like laughing. And it's not laughing with you. It's laughing at you. You know what I mean, because yeah. clearly I just fucked up. And dude, like the feeling as it set in that I fucked up, like that drop in your stomach. You know what I'm saying? Like where you're like, "Oh fuck, I just fucked up." Yeah. Oh my god.
0: <clears throat> and, I've
1: done it. And then I've I watched the solo, and I was like trying to, I tried to improvise and be like, "Oh, oh, I think I must have gotten too much sun." went over like a dead dead weight like (laughs) nothing dude and that was it for me that was it for me and my drama career in high school perhaps i should join you on the father donkey so speaking of oscar my Uh, 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 uh. oscar meyer fuck speaking of Oscar Isaac Oscar Meyer we got a little glimpse at Mr. Poe Dameron at Mr. Finn and Chewbacca and some stuff that came out this week now guys if you're super super spoilers like like um sensitive then uh you know maybe the next few minutes aren't for you but there's no plot points in this you know what I'm saying? We're not going to be talking specific plot points. Some some leaked set photos came out t- this week. Uh, the first one, first set that came out, courtesy of makingstarwars.net, uh, were some pictures of the Falcon on some sort of, like, forest slash jungle location. Um, You know, th- that's one of the things that's been kind of neat with the filming of the sequel trilogy is seeing where the Falcon turns up. Because that's awfully hard to hide. You know what I mean? A giant, full-size, life-size falcon. So, I mean, I don't know what what all we could actually glean from that other than it looks like the falcon is going to be in some wooded forest-slash-jungle location. Yeah. Um, Although I do have a little bit of a tiny theory of what I think that location might be um so you know they've got galaxy's edge coming out next year and that's the star wars theme park addition to disneyland and disney world right right and the planet that you're going to be going to is not any previously established planet it's a planet called batu you actually see it or we actually saw it at the end of star tours do you remember like both times it's
0: where you pulled up yeah Yeah,
1: where you in like ig88 was walking around and shit um that's batu
0: the art on the entrance to where it's gonna be in disneyland
1: (laughs) yeah and also um i think it's been in some books or mentioned in some books and stuff so it's starting to pop up right so i think that might i think we might see that planet in episode nine to me it almost lines up too perfectly for not them not to do that because the theme park opens next year. The movie premieres next year. It's like a jungly forest planet. We've seen set pictures of the Falcon on a jungly forest planet.
0: What better (laughs) way to hype a movie than to open up, you know, an experience at Disney world slash land. It's
1: it's basically a giant fucking uh, immersive trailer for episode nine. If that turns out to be the case, I could be wrong. Like maybe, like, for all I know, they told J.J. Abrams, like, hey, we would like if you work this planet that's going to be in our theme park into your movie. And he was like, fuck that. Why do I want to put a commercial for your theme park in my movie?
0: <clears throat> but that was I'm just... sure it's in the in the contract. Part of the movie has to happen on so-and-so planet. Right. Has to. Yeah, I don't know. Um,
1: But that was just kind of what I was thinking. Seems like, a, you know, could be a thing that they would do um the other thing that came out like i said were some pictures of some of our old star wars pals hanging out together shooting and it was oscar isaac Nailed it. oscar meyer uh john boyega and jonas sotamo as chewy and it looks like they're on sort of a grassy like in a grassy field or something like how would you describe where they're hanging out in those pictures
0: and from what you could see it was just hilly grassland Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it was just savannah type grassland it was kind of hilly
1: yeah and you get a you get a pretty good look at their new costumes uh for finn and uh and poe uh chewy just looks like chewy Um, you know, we previously got sort of a peek at Finn in that picture that JJ Abrams tweeted the first day of shooting, but now we get, you know, sort of a full body pick and looks like he's, I don't know, rocking a gray vest and some blue pants, some fancy blue pants.
0: Yeah. I like the blue pants.
1: Uh, Poe Dameron looks like he's about to go on a safari. He's wearing like a white shirt and some safari pants. Now he's got
0: big gloves on, I think. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, and it looks like he's holding—he's holding something. I can't really tell what it is, but it looks like it could be like some, uh, you know, fucking micro binoculars or whatever the fuck they call their binoculars in Star Wars. Um, and it looks like they're hanging out with some sort of almost tribal-looking people that are getting around on some sort of four-legged creature. It's horses in the pictures, but they've got like looks like motion capture
0: fluorescent tape on, tape on them strategic and points of their face. Yeah,
1: so they're going to be changed to something besides just regular run-of-the-mill horses. And it looks like they almost have um, like furry jackets on them or something like to make their hair look longer. I don't know. Space yaks. Whatever the fuck it's going to be. Um, but I was talking to our buddy Jason, and so... This might not be something you're super familiar with, because I did a deep dive on all the Star Wars... The Force Awakens spoilers and speculations after The Force Awakens came out. Like, I went back and caught up on all that stuff. And are you familiar with how The Force Awakens originally was going to open with the lightsaber sort of floating through space and then crashing down to a planet? I am. Okay. So, apparently... In that version of the movie, the lightsaber crashed down onto a grassy planet, and it was found by a tribal leader named Naka. And Naka finds the lightsaber, ignites it, causes a fire in the field, and shit like that happens, right? So seeing these pictures of this sort of grassy field-looking area and sort of these tribal-looking people hanging out with... uh, Poe, Finn, and Chewie, it just kind of reminded me of that, and, you know, with that being something from J.J. J. Abrams in The Force Awakens, kind of made me wonder, like, not necessarily would they redo that plot point exactly, like, I don't think we'll see the saber fall from space and blah, 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 but maybe that sort of planetary environment could be something that J.J. J. Abrams wanted to revisit, or... Uh, the concept of the that tribe. I want to go and look in the Art of the Force Awakens book and see if there uh, was concept art for any of like Naka's tribe, and if there was to see if it matches up any like design wise to the people we see in costume in those set pictures. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's getting exciting, and I, I think it's getting to the point where if you are spoiler sensitive and don't want plot points, like I almost feel like you might have to back out sort of early on this one. Who knows, you know, cause there were those set pictures that uh, came out from Dubrovnik, um, where they shot the Canto bite stuff. And I don't feel like that really ended up giving too much away. I don't know either way. Um, just be, be, uh, be vigilant and be wary if you're worried of that kind of stuff because you never know when it's going to pop out. But I just think it's exciting. Like, they're shooting a Star Wars movie right now. It's the last movie of this trilogy, and we're starting to see little things here and there.
0: I I just had this w- super weird thought off topic. Okay. Does Ray have both sides of the lightsaber, of Luke's old lightsaber? She does. In the end, she's got both sides. Mm-hmm. So, in effect, she has two crystals, basically. Two smaller crystals. So, that's one thing that... Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> little it a- just started to get crung in
1: here. <laughs> it's a little J-pop for that ass. Um, our buddy Fernando sent me some if Rick and Morty was an anime video and like it opened up on my phone. Um, so, <sighs> I've been meaning to sort of go back and freeze frame it on the scene you're talking about. I don't know that this, did the crystal get broken in two? I know you can see the crystal down inside the hilt, but I can't. I
0: thought, just, this is, a, it's been a minute. I watched it on Netflix the other day, but I thought that you, when it broke, I thought you could see some crystal in the bottom half and in the top half.
1: Okay. So, yeah, then essentially she's got two pieces of a broken kyber well, crystal. I think
0: do you think she'll have a double blade lightsaber? that's a pretty popular
1: question in theory
0: you know because you know they started her out with the staff i don't know if that was just to legitimize her hand-to-hand ability or if they intended for her to have a double-bladed lightsaber you know from the beginning i don't know um it would be kind of neat to
1: see her rocking a double-bladed lightsaber it'd be kind of neat to see uh, a
0: double-bladed lightsaber movie you, you know uh, there would there would be this weird reveal should use it single blade forever, and then at some pivotal moment, that second blade would come out.
1: I mean, you know, that's that's kind of what they do with Darth Maul and the Phantom Menace. The first time yeah. you see him fighting with the lightsaber against Qui Gon and on Tatooine, he's only using one side of it. You're right. So they could they could pull some shenanigans like that for sure. Um, what I was gonna say is, <clears throat> it'd be cool to see a double bled- bladed lightsaber show up again in the movies and be used by a good guy. So it wouldn't be, you know, the red color. It'd be blue or green or whatever, you know? Right. So for that alone, it would be cool. I just don't know, you know, if that's going to be the way they go or not. I see a lot of people on Twitter and online are real down with that idea. Um, And I know some people just think like, Oh, she's just going to fix the Skywalker saber somehow and use that. Um mm-hmm. And
0: to me... It like, doesn't seem to fit the theme of where they're going with this, making this this new Star Wars.
1: Well, not just that. It also seems like isn't part of... Like, they establish in Return of the Jedi when Luke... When when Vader's looking at Luke's new lightsaber, he's like, I he's see like, you, yeah. you constructed your own lightsaber. And truly a complete... Whatever the fuck he says, Right. Right. So, I could see Rey having a lightsaber of her own, be it double-bladed or not, being, you know, uh, sort of an important part of it. Well, she just stole all those
0: ancient texts. I mean, you would think there might be something about that in there, maybe.
1: Yeah, sort of a how-to guide. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like putting a Lego set together. You know, they talked about... We talked about a couple weeks ago that they might be filming... Um, you know, there's some rumors going around that they might be filming parts of the movie in Jordan, and really? if I'm not mistaken, we I think we talked about this as well that uh, part of Jeddah from Rogue One was yeah. filmed in Jordan. Now, you know, obviously it doesn't mean it has to be the same no planet if they're filming in the same location, but if it is, it, like you know, I was kind of wondering maybe that's where she goes to find her Kyber crystal. Although I, I don't know, man. I'm kind of torn because I don't necessarily think we'll see her construct her new lightsaber. Because no. I think it will already be, be constructed. A time jump.
0: Yeah, there'll be a reveal. There'll be a reveal of her constructed new like new constructed lightsaber. It'll just be there, like just kind of like Luke's was. Yeah, I, I think know? that's and more
1: just... more likely. But it's just making me wonder, like, well, what would they go to Jeddah for if if that was the case? Like. You know, just thinking about it to myself, being like, all right, if that is what they're doing, not saying it is, but if it is, what is the purpose for it? And I was like, well, what do we know about Jeddah? There's kyber crystals there. You know, that was sort of my first. Now, it could just be her further exploration of the Force, because there's also the temple and shit there and and all that. Um, But I don't know. (coughs) Um, But yeah... I think it's as about as likely as anything that she has a double-bladed lightsaber. To me, that's not like a super crazy idea that they might want to do.
0: I know that was that we that came out of nowhere. No, I'm sorry, but that's where I started thinking. Dude, anyway,
1: I, I told stories about my failed skating career, my failed drama class career, uh, some actual on-topic discussion. is probably very welcomed at this point. Oscar Mayer. To be <laughs> or not to be. Um, yeah, I think, um, I think I hit a pothole and don't know what I was going to say. That happens from time to time. I, I, I want to know what the fuck happened to Luke Saber, his return of the Jedi Saber. You know, I was convinced for a while that we were going to see.
0: He might still have it. It might still be on Octu.
1: Yeah, I mean, that could always be the explanation. You know, for he a while. He
0: didn't have the need to whip it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I. it's just... So, the last time that we know for a fact we see it is when he goes in and Creepy Peeper reads fucking Ben's mind or whatever the fuck happens. And he turns it on when he, for a split second, thinks about killing Ben. So we don't know what happened to it after that. And you know forever I was convinced that in The Last Jedi we were going to see a scene where R2-D2 fucking popped that shit out of his dome and sent it to Luke again. Yeah. In sort of a yeah. callback to Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but something tells me they know where it is. You know what I'm saying? Like the story group or whatever the fuck. Like the keeper, yeah. L- Leland Chee, the keeper of the Holocron, knows I don't think you just leave a an important a Star Wars artifact like that just floating around in the ether without knowing where it is. It reminds me of, speaking of Lost, it reminds me of there is a making-of feature on, I can't remember which season it is, but where they talk about how they had to have someone on the crew whose job was basically to keep track of all the guns on the island because you know they're stranded on an island they're not 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 everybody's supposed to have a gun the, the gun you know like guns in lost are like almost a special commodity, and they have right. they had to keep track of each individual gun and what happened to it, so they didn't mess up the continuity of the show. I just thought that was right. kind of interesting <clears throat> but uh yeah. Looks like things on episode nine are moving along and it's just so far away, dude. I wish we had a Star Wars movie this December.
0: Me too.
1: I know it was um I know it wasn't that long ago where we had to wait fucking three years in between each one, but they fucking spoiled me, man.
0: Yeah, I got a feeling like we're gonna be waiting a long time now.
1: You think so? You think there's gonna be a long wait after episode nine for the next one? Oh Star Wars? yeah. You oh, think yeah. so? Yeah. What do you think?
0: A year or two.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I definitely don't think we're going to see anytime soon a five-month turnaround like we did, f- you know, between The Last Jedi and Solo. I think sort of Solo's performance will have scared them off of that idea. Um, but I would hope that they still have plans to have a Star Wars movie in 2020 a year after um, episode nine. I hope they don't take 2020 off. I'll be real bummed if they do. But on the other hand, I would feel like if they've got a movie for 2020, they're going to need to start filming that next year. So I would feel like an an announcement of what's coming.
0: I think the problem is they're making one movie at a time. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, they're definitely not doing...
0: um, they're trying to do the Marvel pace, but they don't have an arc lined up for that yet, you know. Yeah, I, honestly, I'm a,
1: I kind of wish the spin-off movies had been more sort of aimed in that direction if that makes sense, like
0: a Ray spin-off movie, a Poe spin-off movie, and no, a Finn spin movie.
1: Not even with the sequel trilogy, like, you know, like um like with the spinoff movies, like Rogue One, Solo. Like I guess what I'm saying is, like I wish they had sort of done like a a Solo movie, a Boba Fett movie, uh, you know, some other <laughs> movie in that time period, and then the the one after that would have brought all those characters together into one big,
0: right? That makes sense. Almost that makes sense.
1: Avengers type thing
0: yes yes and yes on, i see what you're doing
1: and they honestly might have been planning on doing that with solo we don't know uh if they were those plans are probably on hold i
0: think it's pretty obvious that solo is set up for a sequel
1: oh yeah at the very least they were planning a sequel to solo they without a doubt like the it, if they came out tomorrow and we're like nah we we always planned it to just be a one-off we never had sequels in mind i'd be like oh wow you Bullshit. guys are lying bullshit (laughs) you guys are bold faced liars but yeah i i I think you're definitely right i think solo was one million percent planned to be well and then you know there was also those reports that he was signed on to more than one movie (laughs) so yeah without a doubt without a doubt
0: totally (laughs) um I'm bummed that I don't get to see, on Aaron Wright and Donald Glover as Han and Lando, anymore. Yeah, yeah. I was really, ex- I really wanted to explore that a little more.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, as with just about anything in Star Wars, I don't think you can ever say never. Like it'll never happen, because if you had told me this time last year, oh by the way, there's going to be a Darth Maul with. Robot Legs cameo and Solo, I'd have been like, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> what? Come on. I'm not going to believe that. That's some Mike Zero bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would have never believed it. But sure enough, it happened. So, you know, never say never, but...
0: What would they call the next one? Han? Han. Han. Yeah, that's... Han
1: Solo. That's kind of where I think they messed up with the whole a Star Wars story moniker for the, you know, so it's Rogue One, a Star Wars story, Solo, a Star Wars story. To me, that titling kind of messes with the potential for a sequel. So what would it be? Solo 2, a Star Wars story? That doesn't sound good. Would it be uh, Solo and, you know, the... The ding dongs in space, a Star Wars story. Like, <laughs> are you gonna put two subtitles on it? You know what I mean. I I don't know. This is the weird shit that I think about. Where I'm like, and that's not for the podcast. That's dumb. Why? Don't bring that up.
0: And here we are.
1: And here we are. Here we are. All right, guys. You want to do some emails and some voice messages? Please, <laughs> please. Please, can we do some emails and voice messages? Um, let me go ahead and get that all set up because there's only one way to start a email and voicemail segment. Oscar Meyer.
0: Hawes wishes he was an Oscar Meyer wiener. A wiener <laughs> is what he'd really like to be. Because if he were an Oscar Mayer wiener, everyone would be in love with him.
1: Clearly, I am, in fact, in love with Oscar Mayer wieners.
0: Just wieners in general. D. Cockhead. The only Jedi master who can crash box. Key D. Cockhead! Running around slaying so bitches with his cockhead! He's a big Surian stud. He loves to split chicks with his bud. KD! Cockhead! cockhead! To stroke
1: his cone and suck on his balls. KD! Cockhead!
0: What you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi Council stooge. But he'll be plumping Spooge tomorrow. Cockhead! Charke, Hansberger, Charke,
1: Will Win, Charke, Goose Pay, Charke, G Money, Charke, King Tom, Charke, Joe, Charke, G and D, Charke, All righty. You know how we so you know how it goes lately. We hit you with a jaunty tune. And then we hit you with a voicemail from the king of the Star Wars quatrain, Nostra Thomas, King Tom, the king of all Toms.
2: Hey, Haas and Will, it's King Tom. I'm going to be honest, I don't know how much of a question I have for you guys this week, but I just wanted to say, you know, I just, we found out about this Dominic Monaghan casting news and... I am excited for this. I know we've talked before about which actors and actresses from Lost we would like to see in Star Wars. And I'm going to be honest, I don't think at any point he would have been in my top even five or ten. And Charlie on Lost, when I first saw him, I wasn't that big a fan. I didn't really come around on him until the middle of season two when he watched Mr. Echo stare down the smoke monster. And then after that, they started giving him some really good stuff. And that's when I really started liking him and what Dominic Monaghan did with him as a character. But I'm still excited uh, because I, th- I do think he's a good actor. He can bring it. I don't know how much stuff he's going to get in Star Wars, but I think it's going to be great to see him. And, you know, J.J. is going to have something good for him. So this is very exciting news. And I'm just thinking, you know, we got this. We have these pictures from Episode Nine. Some, some really exciting stuff from episode 9 we have the Clone Wars, we have Resistance we have some good books coming out next month we have stuff far off in the distance like um, the Ryan Johnson trilogy and then next month we have a whole bunch of solo stuff coming out and other comic books and things like that and damn, it's just a good time to be a Star Wars fan that, that's what I'm going to say it's, a, it's an awesome time to be a Star Wars fan so I just I just had to to say all that. Thank you for letting me say it. Thanks for listening, and uh, thank you for the great podcast. I will talk to you guys later.
1: Well, thanks, buddy. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Put as many lost people as you can. Oh, dude, I'm watching this show Castle Rock on Hulu. It's a Stephen King show. Yeah, um, it's not based off of any particular novel, so it's not an adapt- adaptation of any Stephen King novel. It's just set in a location that he used a lot, like Cujo takes place there, Needful Things, blah, blah, blah. Right. And old boy John Locke is in it. Damn, it was good to see John Locke again. <clears throat> Real good to see John Locke again.
0: What is that guy up to now? John Locke? Yeah. Yeah. Being in Castle Rock, I mean, okay, I didn't know if he had anything else going on besides Castle Rock.
1: Uh, so I think right after Lost, he was in a a show about He's... a spooky hotel or something called Hotel Six 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 or something. I can't remember. <laughs> it didn't sounds inviting.
0: Well. Yeah, um, I used to watch him on Jag every day. I used to watch Jag on USA, uh, and he was the boss.
1: Really, yeah. I've seen Jag before because it was like one of my dad's favorite shows. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess it was before Lost, so I never realized that. Um. He is. You've seen Old School, right? The yeah. The Will Ferrell, Luke Wilson, Vince Vaughn movie.
0: Yeah, I have. It's been a long time, but I have. It
1: had been a long time for me too. And the other day, I saw it on one of the streaming services while i was working i was like fuck i'll watch old school that's good for a couple of laughs right and you remember towards the beginning of the movie luke wilson hooks up with his boss's daughter and he goes in to to have a meeting with his boss the next day and his boss's daughter comes in and he realizes he hooked up with her the night before or whatever His, his boss is john Locke. right did you know that
0: uh, I did not remember that, but now that you said that it it makes sense. Oh, he was in Star Trek the Next
1: Generation,
0: he yes, was yes, earth. he was He was on earth 2, Matt he was um on Star Trek. He was will Riker's former captain who did some shady stuff with some new technology and uh tried to get Riker to keep hush, hush about it, really, see uh-huh, but when he employed that. the enterprise in it to recover it, Riker, you know. He stepped up and said something about it and Picard came down on him.
1: Dang, he has had a varied career. Look at this fella.
0: Yeah, mostly television.
1: 666 Park Avenue is the spooky hotel show he was in. Um, I'll be damned. I'll be damned, John Locke. Good for you. I'd love to see him in a lost movie. I think he's my number one uh lost cast member that i'd like to see in um in a star wars movie
0: did i say a lost movie you said a lost movie
1: yep that's well, another oscar meyer situation where i say something stupid and <laughs> at least i caught it this the, time
0: got the wiener schnitzel on the brain i do
1: dude damn i could go for a hot dog right now mm. i couldn't tell you the last time i had a hot dog a Kaneka sausage Kaneka sausage
0: Kaneka sausage
1: Uh, I don't even like Oscar Mayer hot dogs. Like, if I'm going to have a hot dog, I want like a Nathan's or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: yeah, quality hot dog. Get
1: that Oscar Mayer ballpark stuff out my face. Get that hot dog out my face.
0: Kosher beef franks.
1: Yes, sir. That's the way to go. All right. Next up, we have an email from Steven, who has a last name that looks metal as fuck. But I am not going to try to pronounce because I'll fuck it up. Can you see his last name on my screen? Bork. There you go. There you go. Warmanbork. Warmanbork. Stephen Warmanbork. Hey, guys. I'm a little behind on the podcast, but when I was catching up, you mentioned how much was available at the library when you did your live show. I wanted to pass on some more information that might be helpful for other moisture farmers that might want to keep up on the ever-expanding Star Wars universe, but like me, can't afford all the new books and comics. Most libraries, including smaller suburban and rural libraries, are now part of a statewide network that participate in interlibrary loan programs. This means you can put in a request at your local library for a book they don't have, and usually, within a week, they will get it to you to check out. Since these networks include the state library, books are almost always available within a week or two of their release date. This includes all the new Star Wars books, many of the comic books or comic book volumes, and DVDs or Blu-rays. Also, many of the books can be checked out as eBooks or audio books. Most of these requests can be done online once you get everything figured out. Obviously, every library will be slightly different, but this is a PSA that you can now actually get the stuff you want, Unlike when we were kids, and you can only check out a Star Wars book if you got a lucky enough to got lucky enough to have a librarian that didn't think Star Wars was stupid. I hope this is informative, someone. I know this has been the only way I can keep up with pa- the pace that things have been being released. Thanks for all you do. Love your show, Steve. And thanks for writing in, Steve. And that is very informative. I had no idea it you is. could get e-books and audio books from the library and shit.
0: Yeah. I didn't either until we went the other day. Well, yeah.
1: Well, when we went the other day, I was just fucking shocked that you could rent out video games from the library. Like, do you know how much I would have bugged my parents to go to the library if you could get video games? Yeah, right? They would have been like, that's that's not what this is for. You're supposed to get books, not video games. I'm like, nah, son, I want to rent gunknack, Excellent Nintendo game. For any of our listeners out there that have never played it, you should check it. Out. Excellent, excellent Nintendo game, Gun Nac N A C Gun N A C. Um, <clears throat> I have a sort of Star Wars related library story, right? Um, yeah. So when I was a kid at the local Columbus, Mississippi library, uh, they would do these like displays like they had these display cases in the floor on the floor and they would do different things in them right like sometimes it would be like a fall display or a uh historic like mississippi historical artifacts display right well one day when i was in like the third or fourth grade a kid comes to school and he's like have you been to the library lately (laughs) and i'm like no i haven't been to the library lately he's like you gotta go the display they have right now is star Wars toys. Whoa. And he's like, and it's set up like a diorama, like they're fighting and stuff. And so this has to be like, like I said, third or fourth grade. So early nineties, right? This is not during like the heyday of star Wars or anything. And my dad comes and picks me up from school that day. (laughs) And I, I have to go to the library, right? I have to see the star Wars display. So i tell my dad, Hey, I need to go by the public library. And he is immediately annoyed. You know what I'm saying? One, yeah. I never asked to go to the public library Two, he doesn't want to take me to the public library. So he goes, I'm not taking you to the public library. And I was like, no, I really have to go. I have to get a book for a book report. And he goes, You've got a ton of books. Why don't you just do a book report on a book you already have? And I go, no, I have to get Oliver Twist right <laughs> I make up a book I go well, I mean it's a real book, but I made up the book I need. I go I, I have to do a book report on Oliver Twist and my dad immediately smells bullshit. You know what I'm saying?
0: (laughs) Oh, no. He's like, oh, Oliver Twist, huh?
1: He's like, really, Oliver Twist? And I'm like, yep, that is what I have to do. And he goes, why didn't you just get it from the school library? And I go, it was checked out. They only had one copy. Mm, That scent of bullshit is getting.
0: (laughs) Oh, if everyone's got to do a book report on this book, they have one copy. Mm -hmm. The parent bullshit meter is, is peaking. Yeah,
1: it's peaking. But I'm insistent, dude. I'm like, Dad, I'll <laughs> get no in trouble. Back now. Yeah, I'm all in. I'm like, Dad, I will get in trouble if I don't show up to school with that book tomorrow. And he's like, fine. We'll go by the library. So we go by the library, and it was, as we're going in, I'm like, I'll go look for the book if you want. Like, I'm trying to separate from my dad. I was like, if you want to go look at other books, I'll go find Oliver Twist. And he goes, no. I don't feel like looking through the whole library. So we're just going to go directly to the front desk and ask them and and ask them where Oliver twist is. Oh fuck. This, this throws a serious wrench in my plans now. Right. (laughs) So we get, we get in there and I'm like, um, we're standing at the front desk and I'm like craning my neck, looking around trying to find this star Wars display. And I can just barely see it. Right. And I see there's an ad at in there and it looks like they've got like cotton on the, uh, the ground, not the ground, but you know, the bottom of the display to make it look like snow and stuff. And And I'm like, there it is. And I'm trying to scope it out, trying to figure out how to get away from my dad to go look at it without you know giving up my master plan to go look at star wars toys at the public library so lady tells us where to find oliver twist it's not in the direction of the star wars display right right go and get oliver twist my dad has to sign up for a library card oh my god he is Fucking Beyond pissed. Beyond So we finally check out Oliver Twist. Now I've got a copy of Oliver Twist that I don't give two fucks about. And that we're... you're going to
0: have to turn back into the library at some point.
1: And then I... And my, my window of opportunity to go check out the Star Wars toys is quickly fading, right? So as we're leaving the library, I just say fuck it and I make a break for it. I just go right over to the and my dad's like what are you doing I was like do you see this I was like a Star Wars you like Star Wars and I don't know if it hit my dad then or later what was up but he was like I don't care let's go so I, I, I get to check it out for just a second we leave the next day when my dad takes me to school he doesn't just pull up to the school and let me out of the car he parks and I'm like why are you parking he was like oh, I just need to talk to your teacher. My teacher's name at the time is Miss Campbell, who fucking hated me, right? Oh, no, yeah. You ever had one of those teachers that just doesn't like you? Yeah. So, my dad goes up and talks to Miss Campbell and asks her if I had a report to do on Oliver Twist. And, of course, Miss Campbell's like, no. No, he doesn't have any book report, dude. My dad is mad. Oh, is my dad mad? So you know what my Ooh. dad did, made me do? What's that? He made me spend the weekend reading Oliver Twist, and then I had to write a book report for my dad Ooh. on Oliver Twist.
0: You want to know what? That's exactly what I would have made you do. Oh, harsh, bro. Harsh.
1: I just wanted that, to check out some vintage Star Wars toys. That would have been Library. my
0: fatherly punishment. For your deceit, you have to fulfill your initial task. Oh, I I need to ask my dad
1: next time I see him if he remembers that. I bet you he does because he used to bring it up every now and then. I want
0: to know if he read Oliver Twist to to where he could (laughs) read your book report and know whether you had bullshitted or not.
1: I don't think so. I, I doubt my dad would have put that. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm I don't sure think... I'm
0: sure he saw the play. You know, that was his era.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, he probably at least knew enough about it to be like, yeah, you read this or something, but I, I don't see my dad being like, all right, well, now I'm going to read Oliver Twist. Oh, yeah, and he fucking, um, fucking unhooked my Nintendo for that weekend and put it in their closet, so no Nintendo. Just had to sit uh... in my room and read Oliver Twist and write a book report on it
0: please sir I want some more how much more you want now a lot (laughs) of me about a book (laughs) Uh, I'll show you who's the artful dodger
1: so that uh, that does it for us this week guys don't lie to your dad about book reports is the moral of the story anyways um, thanks for recording with me this week buddy
0: dude thanks for having me on Uh,
1: if you like our theme song please be sure to check out the band that was kind enough to donate it they are Stoned Cobra you can find them on iTunes, Spotify or at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com if you've heard any tasty jams opening up our Patreon content guess what, that's Stoned Cobra they got tasty jams aplenty uh, we have a Tee Public store, TPublic.com slash user slash Blue Harvest podcast if you want any merch, and make sure to leave us a review on iTunes if you have a chance and haven't done so already. Well, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Until then, this has been Blue Harvest, and I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Whitten. May the Force be
0: with you. May the Force be with all of you.
2: May the Force be with us.